Hi everybody, so this is video number five, uh, SIBO and bloating explained. Okay, let me know if you like these uh, videos so far and if you have any questions uh, so I can explain. Okay, so we explained in the previous video the uh, two factors that influence the bloating and now we'll, uh, that, were, that was the um, gastric acid and the bile acids. Okay, so now we'll explain number three, which is the uh, bile, that bile activates the FHR nuclear receptor. So this is the receptor in the cells and triggers the like giving order to the cells to produce antimicrobial uh, compounds during the meal. So bile has two functions uh, besides the many other functions, diluting the, the fats so that the uh, lipase can assimilate the fat soluble vitamins, nutrients when they are absorbed. But we are discussing now for SIBO and bloating for the bacteria overgrowth. So bile has, uh, is antimicrobial by itself and uh, it's triggering this uh, FHR nuclear receptor of the cells. So the cells can produce the antimicrobial compounds in the same time. So doubles, um, double attack to the microbes. Okay, so this is very important because um, these uh, antimicrobial compounds also are uh, protecting uh, IBS, so they're protecting um, diabetes because they're also metabolizing glucose, which is also important, and preventing uh, colon cancer. So uh, bile has a very good, a very important function in preventing SIBO and bloating. Just explain. So if this um, relates to the liver, so if the liver, because we know liver is producing the bile, it's the major organ that produces the bile. So if liver is compromised, it's not working properly. Like um, the study showed that uh, non-alcoholic liver disease and SIBO are related. So what is non-alcoholic liver disease? Alcoholic, we know it's from too much alcohol. They have, uh, people have like fatty liver, liver and uh, liver is congested and cannot produce, uh, do the, the function that it does. Uh, but non-alcoholic, it's the same fatty liver. It's, um, it's, uh, it's um, created by, uh, you know, by, uh, eating uh, fast foods, like processed food, like carbs, sugar, some non-healthy food, and uh, getting in toxins in the food that, you know, the food is uh, uh, rich in toxins, which is sprayed and pesticides, herbicides. So we clog the liver and we create like fatty liver. Uh, then the liver cannot produce bile that is required to uh, kill the microbes in the small intestines. And it has been shown that um, that those that are diagnosed with SIBO, 45% of them have uh, non-alcoholic liver disease and has elevated ALT, AST, you know, the markers for the uh, liver enzymes, This shows there is inflammation in the liver. Okay, so now you know the connection with the liver and the bile and the SIBO and the bloating. Everything is in interconnected. If you are following all these video series, uh, please watch them one by one, okay? Uh, then 23% of them have diabetes because as we explained, the, um, this bile is activating this uh, nuclear receptor, which is metabolizing glucose also. Okay, so that's why if it's not working properly, then we have uh, diabetes um, can happen, type two diabetes. Uh, then, and 54% uh, hypertension. Okay, so clog out arteries and metabolic syndrome, 78% of them. So metabolism is not functioning properly, okay? So when the liver is not working properly, it's not functioning properly, we have all kinds of health issues. So this liver is very interconnected with the 
uh, SIBO, with the bloating, and with many other health uh, issues in the person. Okay, so uh, number four is peristalsis, the movement of the intestines or migrating motor complex, which is very important. You know, when the food comes in the intestines, this is like, um, uh, it's when the cells are, um, uh, are triggered in the same time when the food is there to uh, start moving, you know, it's like electrical signals, like uh, to make them uh, like uh, contract and uh, just move the food further down. This is natural thing, you know. And if this is not working properly, then we have uh, bacteria overgrowth, stagnation, then we have uh, like hydrogen sulfate, um, SIBO, methane, like uh, depending on kind of bacteria which is overgrowing, which doesn't matter, you know, there is this balance, we already know, we don't, it's not like, we need to test which kind, is it methane, is it hydrogen sulfate, is it this and that, there is this balance, obviously, okay. And then uh, celiac disease can be, um, can occur and diabetes and also LPS. LPS, as I mentioned before, is the toxins that the bad bacteria have in their cell membrane. And um, this LPS creates leaky gut. Okay, so most of the time, this, these people who have SIBO and they have bad bacteria overgrowth, they have a most probably leaky gut happening. So the gut is leaking and all the toxins, all the bad bacteria goes inside the blood and everywhere in our body and uh, creates a lot of different symptoms and diseases, of course. Okay. And uh, hypothyroidism also slows down the migrating motor complex. And the people who have thyroid issues, they have um, like slow metabolism and is slowing down the movement of the intestine. The thing is about the LPS, the lipopolysaccharides, they are, uh, when they leak through the gut and they Actually, they don't, you don't have to be, have leaky gut to, uh, because LPS are um, compounds that can go through the cells in the gut, even if you don't have a leaky gut, because they are attached to the fat cells, right? And they go through the cells like on a backpack, you know, and they go directly into the blood. So LPS, and they, when they go through in the blood, they go in the area in the brain uh, where the signals from the brain are sent to the intestines to and bowel to move the migrating motor complex, okay, and peristalsis. So this LPS is blocking this signal from the brain that goes and telling the intestines to move. This is very important. So in this case, the prokinetics don't work because of the signals from the brain is not going down. So signals from the brain are not going down, telling the intestines to move, to, to have uh, like uh, good peristalsis, to have movement, okay? This is all interconnected. So we need to remove the, uh, to reduce the bad bacteria, we need to heal the leaky gut, and so that the brain can uh, regulate the signals and to have a proper movement in the intestines. So um, the LPS endotoxins, are very common in this situation, in this in SIBO and uh, bloating, when the people have this issue. Um, the thing is that people who have SIBO and bloating, they avoid like carbohydrates and uh, sugar food and, because they're bloating, they're making them bloated, right? And they eat more fats and um, proteins. But the fats, as I said, the fat is uh, easily carrying the LPS uh, in through, through the gut, through the gut cells, carrying them directly into the area of the brain that is blocking the signal, signaling 
to make the intestine move, the peristalsis. So, um, in this case, the... Um, yeah, so I said, mentioned everything so far. And so I already explained four, the four issues, the four uh, reasons that we have SIBO and bloating. And in my next video, I will explain about what to, what to take to improve this function, to improve the bloating, to improve the, the digestion. And let me know if you have any of these issues that you think that you have happening at the moment in your uh, intestines, in the brain, in the peristalsis. And we can um, improve the peristalsis also by uh, triggering the vagus nerve. If you don't know, I just I can just mention that you can um, improve the vagus nerve um, by um, gargling, by put something the water in or um, some tea in the in the throat and just gargle, you know, and uh, also by laughing. So, but if you laugh honestly, you know, just from heart, you know, uh, like uh, with sound, this is also triggering the vagus nerve and improving the movement, the peristalsis. Okay, so. Uh, in the next video, I will uh, share some tips and let me know if you like. You can share this video with friends or um, family who you believe that they have these kind of issues that I already mentioned. And so they can learn what is behind, what is the root cause of having all these health issues. It's very important people to understand what is causing it. That It's not just like taking laxatives or or a prokinetics and they that will not solve it maybe temporary but that will not solve the bigger issue the the, the complete body um, function you know that's what we need to improve and the body will normalize by itself okay so see you next time take care bye